So, oh, you love God. God said, why call me Lord, Lord, and tell me how much you love me and do absolutely nothing that I tell you to do, you will do it unless you feel like doing it, but not because I commanded you to do it. You know, we can always do what we want to do. You know, I don't mind doing this. But if God tell you to do something that's just not what you want to do and you know it's God, you will refuse to do it and you'll come off with this old cheap, cheap statement. I was not led. But why are you so led to do everything else that you want to do? But we are never led to do something that God asks us to do that we really don't want to do it. But we all led to, uh, to do what we want to do. You know, I was saying, you know, hallelujah. God is, it's such a thing as being too good, that would be God. God is so good to his people, and we treat him just like he's a second-hand citizen of black. He's just nobody. We have no respect for God. Amen. Absolutely none whatsoever. We feel like we do what we want to, when we want to, act like we want to, say what we want to. We have no respect for God whatsoever, for the house of God, for the man of God. Absolutely. We have no respect. We are people without respect for the pastor. This is really like, I do what I want to. Nobody tells me what to do. The Bible said, wait a minute. I placed them over you to watch over your soul. To, for they can give an account. So you don't want them to tell me something wrong about you. Very few people realize the anointed and the power that a leader carries over the congregation. Very few. Because we now we know a lot of word, we figure, well, you know a lot of word. You never know more than your pastor. That's what make him a pastor. And he had to know more in order to help his God's people. But you know, you know, ah, this is my thing. Do what I want to. You can't tell me. <laughs> I won't say the rest. <laughs> I do what I want to what I want. We know ourselves. They almost have to, you know, it should be that we do what we're supposed to do as a Christian. I don't need you to tell me to love God. I don't need you to beg me. I do not need you to beg me to come to church. I come to church because I'm a Christian. I come to church because I obey the word. The word of God should fail not to assemble ourselves together like so many others are doing. In a lot of days, we should come together the more. I really don't want you to keep begging me to come to church, encouraging me. I come because this is my Christian duty to come to the house of the Lord. I don't need you to keep begging me to go to Sunday school for my benefit. I go because I want to know more about God. I need to know more about God. I need all the God that I can get because we live in the last and evil days. The Sunday school teacher, this might set something in there that's going to help me through a crisis, a tribulation that's going to come upon me, and God will remind me what I learned in Sunday school. All of those are benefits. We want to look at one benefit, so, and God said, forget not none of his benefits. <laughs> what we figure, all of God's benefits is 
money. Nothing wrong with that. But I'm telling you, God has more benefits than prosperity. God has spiritual benefits that's going to help us when money cannot help us. Money cannot buy you a peace of mind. Money cannot heal your body. Money cannot open up doors that no man can open. Money cannot deliver your child off a drug. Number can, money cannot do a lot of things in your life that only God Almighty can do. That's why the Bible said you let that word of God dwell in you richly in all wisdom and knowledge. Let it dwell in there. Why? You need that word of God. Without the word of God, sister and brother, we are helpless. We are doomed. But thank God for the name and the word. Glory to God. That's, thank God. We are no match for what's going on now. We never have been a match for the devil. That's why God had to give us the name of Jesus. He didn't say, in my name, so you cast out devil. Why? There's no other name that can cast the devil out but my name. My name is the only name that can bound up principality and power. My name is the only name that can get your child off a of drug, get your husband off an of alcoholic, stop all bad habits. You, my name possesses the power to make the dead live again. My name possesses the power to make cause something, make something out of nothing, need nothing to create something. That's how powerful he is. God stepped out on nothing to create something. Because everything he need was in his word. And he and God said, Let there be light. Light was in the word of light. The Bible said there was light. God needs nothing to create something. That's how powerful he is. That's the type of God we serve. He's great. He's mighty. Awesome God. I'm not lifted to God. He can do all things. I'm not present God. He's everywhere at all times, yet he dwells in us. We are blessed people. We are blessed people to be called the body in the temple of Christ. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, they did not have the privilege to house around the spirit of God. Their body was not called the temple of God. The Bible said, know ye not that your body is the temple of the living God, that God dwell in us? That's awesome. And yet we disrespect our temple, not even how comprehending who's dwelling in us. So if you realize that God is dwelling in you, Nothing that can come in your life can take you under. How can it? Because you, Christ, dwell in you. You was born to overcome. I'm just going by the goodness of God. We're going to tell you this. I got next Wednesday. So we was born. First John chapter 5, verse 4 and 5 said, Whosoever is born of God, what? Overcomes the world. And this is what the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. They said, who is he that overcomes the world? Say, he that believes that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, is an overcomer. You're not trying to overcome. Just being born will make you an automatic overcomer. Just have the victory. 
And not only that, what it said in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, it said, Now thanks be unto God. What? Which always, not some of the time, what always causes us to triumph in Christ Jesus. In another case, I think it's 2 Corinthians 2, 14, it said, Now thanks be unto God, which give us. He gives us. In that situation, God said, I'm going to give you the victory. Why are you struggling trying to have the victory? Read your Bible and give me some thanks for the victory. Because the Bible said, but thanks be unto God. You thank God for the victory in the situation. He said, I will give it to you. You don't have to work for it. You don't have to struggle for it. You don't have to fast 10 or 15 days for it. He said, uh-uh, it's an automatic thing because you're a child of God. I will give you the victory in this situation. All we need to do is lift up our hand in a dead situation and say, thanks be unto God. Lord, I thank you. I'm not thanking you for the situation, but I'm thanking you for giving me the victory in the situation because you have made a covenant with me, God, and you promised me in any dead situation that you will give me the victory so we can shout it out loud. I have the victory. Victory in the name of Jesus. God has given me the victory over this situation. I'm not dying and out about it. I have the victory. That's why we should just thank God. Just constantly thank him. I'm not thanking him for the problem. I'm thanking him for the victory in the problem. The Bible declares in what? First Thessalonians. I was teaching it Wednesday, Friday. Said this is the will of God. Concerning us in Christ Jesus. Why? What is the will of God? That we will continue giving him thanks. At all in everything. Give thanks to God. In all things, one occasion said, you give thanks to God. Why? Giving thanks to God is telling God, I thank you for what you have already done for me in Christ Jesus. When you praise God, you praise God for who he is and what how awesome he is. You worship him because he's holy. But when you thank him, you thank him for what he has already done. And you thank him for that. Bible said, make your request known with thanksgiving. You thank God. God, I don't have to create what you need. He have already established it in the spirit world. So you thank God for manifesting what he have already done. The God was telling them Friday night, I'm not asking God to go to the cross and do anything. All I'm asking God, manifest what you have done. Manifest what you have done for us on earth. Show us what you have done for us on earth. Manifest your healing which you provided for earth. Manifest your blessing which you provided for earth. So we are not asking God to do nothing but give me what you promised. 